Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Rustin. Thank you for joining me, and welcome back. Happy Wednesday. It is Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. I'm uh, thankful and grateful that you guys are here with me today. Um, want to talk about a little bit of a different topic today. Um, assistance. Like not getting assistance from somebody, but like an assistant. Assistant. Um, having an assistant. Um, it's interesting. I've actually been asked this question a couple of times, which is why I want to cover it on the podcast. Um, people, you know, Mike, when should I get an assistant? How do I, what do I pay him, etc.? And uh, first, I just want to preface this by saying my assistant, I, I, I guess there's a network of them, but my main, uh, excuse me, still getting over this nonsense. It's been a week now. My executive assistant and dear friend Rachel, um, holy smokes, yesterday, just just trying to think of what she did yesterday. So yesterday she has her um, normal duties and responsibilities for the staffing company, which is quite a bit. But on top of that, you know, she coordinates my schedule. Anytime I need paperwork for something, she handles it. Um, she got our merchant account finalized, set up. We took our first payment on our merchant account from a client yesterday, which is crazy. It's very difficult to get a merchant account. Um, and Rachel got us through. What else? I mean, she's coordinating my, my vehicles and, and, you know, getting fixed and all this. I mean, literally every little detail of my life from making sure my bills are paid to scheduling things for me to handling paperwork to super, super important tasks like getting a merchant account set up, etc. Very, just she just crushes it, just kills it. She completely fills in my blind spots. So, the in what it does, the most valuable, the most valuable part of what she does is she takes these tasks off my plate so that I can do what I'm most effective at. That is the true, like if you want to know what the embodiment of a really good executive assistant, like what it, how would you sum it up? It would be a person, always a woman, male assistant, that's strange. It's a person, a woman, usually, that takes tasks, not necessarily even minor tasks. Some are minor, but some are also very major, like getting the merchant account set up. Takes tasks off your plate and opens up your schedule and your time so that you can play in the position where you're most effective. An assistant is absolutely critical if you want to go to higher levels in your life and your business. Now, a couple of things. Big question I get is, when is the right time for me to get an assistant? Number one is when you can afford it. That's the first thing. You know, um, Rachel makes very good money. Rachel makes very good money. Um, you know, but she started off making... <laughs> 
think I was paying her $200 a week at one point. So when she first started with me, you know, we started small. I started her at like $200 a week and she was handling like three to four tasks a week, mostly data entry, things for us like that and paperwork. But over time, as I grew to trust her more, uh, she started getting bigger and bigger tasks and more and more money. So the first thing is, uh, the first aspect of this that I really want to drive home is when is the right time for you to get an assistant? Number one, when you can afford it, obviously. But number two, when you feel yourself becoming overwhelmed by tasks that you don't necessarily need to do yourself, right? Like, I don't need to be doing my own tax paperwork, you know, and signatures and all that. I don't need to be doing, I don't need to be getting my own health insurance set up. Like, these are things that I can trust somebody who's thorough, detail-oriented to handle for me. So first is, can you afford it? Number two is, do you have tasks on your schedule? Has it gotten to the point where the smaller tasks are distracting you from getting the bigger tasks done? So a good example of this would be in life insurance sales, I used to have appointment setters. So I'm really good at selling. I'm very, very good at selling, right? That's what makes the most money. So if I can delegate out having to sit and pound through leads and just focus on being the one who's selling the leads, we all make way more money, right? So I delegated out that task, the appointment setting task to somebody to sit there and pound through the leads and set my schedule. So all I had to do was focus on making the sale, right? That's just one example. So number one, can you afford it? I think you always start low. Start low and make sure that you don't start pay low, but task level high. Start pay low and task level low. But we're going to touch on that here on a a separate point. So number one, make sure you can afford it. I would say between now, I mean, with inflation, you got to be able to pay somebody three, four hundred dollars a week at least for part time. Number two, are the smaller tasks starting to detract from your ability to handle the larger, more important ones? So number three is what I was just touching on briefly. There is how do you start them out? You start an assistant out with very small menial tasks and you do one by one by one typically adding one task a week all right so week one you're just handling data entry on these two sheets okay that went well week two you're handling data entry on four sheets okay that are all somehow related okay that went well So you got the data entry down. Now I'm going to start having you handle maybe my personal schedule, making sure that I make it on time to my meetings, that I know where I'm supposed to be, when I'm supposed to be there, etc. And then you, you build week after week after week, but also be aware 
that as you build, as you add tasks, you should be adding money. So I might have started you at 200 a week, and then we go to 250, and then we go to 300, and then I give you a big chunk of new tasks, and tasks, and then we go to 500, and this could be over the course of a 60 to 90 day period, right? But you wanna start lower, and don't just offload everything onto this person, because number one, you've gotta to get to understand each other. You've gotta to get to know each other's workflow. You know what I mean? You don't want to overwhelm somebody and underpay them, okay? Because they're gonna get they're gonna get jaded and not like you very quickly. You know what I mean? People will stick around through some bullshit if they're paid well. Because I'm not easy to deal with. Historically, I've not been an easy to deal with. I'm I'm extremely I can't imagine in Rachel's shoes. I'm extremely high maintenance. I have a hair trigger temper. It's I don't lose my temper on Rachel, but she has to deal with a lot of my anger, right? I uh, very high maintenance. I'm a diva when it comes to a lot of certain things, especially when I'm traveling. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not easy to deal with, but she gets paid very well, right? And we have a great personal relationship outside of that. But you know, she's become a friend to me. But what type of people do you pick? What type of people do you pick when it comes to choosing an executive assistant? The first thing I'm going to get a sense of, try to get a sense of, is how passionate or serious somebody is about their work. I would not hire an assistant that I didn't feel like was proactive passionate and takes their work very seriously and you could tell right away you could tell right away I can remember um, before Rachel I was interviewing assistants in Erie Pennsylvania and I interviewed three separate girls and I can remember one stuck with me her name was Emily uh, and she was my assistant for about a year and then moved on to a better job I could only pay her so much at that point she had a kid, two kids maybe, but I remember for the interview, um, the first two girls, and of course it's Erie, Pennsylvania, but the first two girls, uh, the first girl was late, so that to me was an automatic, that was an automatic no-go for that first girl. Um, I'm going to pick up this hitchhiker. Where are you headed? Route one. Uh, can you? Uh, there we go. You headed to route one? Yeah. All right, hop in. Route one. All right. I should be able to get you pretty, pretty darn close. Pretty yeah. darn close. Yeah. Okay. Where are you headed from? Right here on Beach Ridge Road. Oh, okay. Kind of cold to be out here, huh? Yeah, but you gotta go. That's right. What's on Route One? Police station. Oh, you gotta go to the police station. Yeah. What for? Um, they're supposed to help me with uh this fucking food deal. Food. Yeah, I got it from uh unemployment. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. 
Where are you from? You from around here? I live on I live on Beach Ridge Road right here. Oh, okay. You live there. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah, I'm heading pretty pretty darn close. I, like I said, I should be able to get you right up to Route One. You said the police station, huh? Yeah. And it's a brand new police station. Okay. You lived here your whole life? Well, no, I grew up in South Portland, but... Oh, okay, I got you. Okay, so the Scarborough Police Department's where you're headed. Yeah. All right, I'll take you there. You Huge favor, can you put your seatbelt on so that's not beeping the whole damn time? These new yeah. cars, it'll just keep chirping at us. Yeah. You said you're from South Portland? Yeah, I grew up in South Portland. Oh, okay, I got you. Good deal. I'm 62 now, so it's been a while. Yeah? yeah. 62? 62. Wow. God bless you. That's a that's a good stretch of life. What's yeah. your what's your favorite thing about living around here? I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> I don't know. You ever thought about leaving the state or are you just gonna stick in Maine? Oh, uh, I'm pretty much from Maine, so. Right. I got you. I got you. Married or anything like that, kids? No. I got a Class A license. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Drive a truck then? Yeah. You do that pretty often or are you out of work right now? I'm out of work right now. Ah. I got you. Yeah, a lot of people are out of work right now. Yeah. There's a lot of places hiring drivers, though. Well. Seems like no. I'm looking. Definitely can't drive without brakes, that's for sure. No. What kind of a car is it? Subaru. Oh, okay. Hey, those are good in the snow, huh? Yeah. That's a good car for Maine. Everybody in Maine has Subarus. Yeah. So I hope you're able to find some work soon. I know it's tough out there. Yeah. You usually hitchhike to try to get around? Yeah. Yeah. You get picked up pretty often? Yeah. Oh, that's good. So the cops are doing like a food deal, huh? They're giving you like stamps or something like that? <coughs> something like that, I guess. Oh, I don't that's, know. that's nice of them. How'd you hear about it? From unemployment. Oh, okay. Eight minutes away. That's not too bad. It's a brand new station, huh? I'm trying to think of where the hell that is. It's right down it's near the fucking town hall. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, at least it's not as cold as it was last week. snowing today so yeah it's supposed to snow all day today and then get it gets warm again it goes like back up into the 40s or something it's yeah. weird <sighs> this light here man people just take their time
Yeah, it's been a weird winter with the weather. Yeah. You know? Had that bad storm a couple weeks ago, all that flooding. Did you guys, you get flooding where you lived? No. No? I live right on Nonsuch River, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You buy the brewery? No. No? You want a water? I've touched that no. if you want it. You good? No. Where are you from? I'm from, well, I was born in Nashua. We lived here for a couple of years, and then we moved to uh, western New York, like south of Buffalo. Yeah. And then uh, I went down to Pittsburgh for a while, and then I made my way back up this way about four years ago. Yeah. Maine's nice. I like Maine. Yeah. It's, a nice, it's a nice state. It's a nice state for sure. It's beautiful, yeah. you know? It's just cold. That's... That's all. <clears throat> there we go. Yeah, so you have no problem getting around around here, huh? People usually pick you up. Yeah. You're saying? Yeah. What types of people? I'm just curious. All types. All types? All types. Yeah. That's good. What was your first name again? Donald. Donald. I'm Mike Donald. My, my nickname's Chip. Chip. Yeah. I like that. Where'd you get that from? I had it since day one, so... Really? Yeah. Yeah? Chip. That's a good nickname. Your parents give it to you then? My mother did, yeah, I yeah. guess. She's oh, that's... gone now. Oh, yeah? Both your parents gone? No. My, my dad's in the nursing home right now. Oh, okay. What's he, in his 80s, 90s? He's in his 80s, 87. Oh, wow. That's a long life. Yeah, well, my mother died and she's 18. When she was 18? Well, she's born on leap year, so... Okay. 18 times 4. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. So that was... How long ago was that that she passed? Uh, I don't know. Fucking 10 years or so. 10 years? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty close with your parents your whole life? Yeah. Yeah. You get to see your dad at all? Oh, yeah. Good. He must be around here then, huh? He's in the nursing home on Spring Street in Westbrook. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yep. I drive by that one a lot. Yeah. I hope you're able to get your brakes fixed, you know? Yeah, I hope so, too. You just got to get a little money together, right? Yeah. Uh, well, you got to find work to do that. Hopefully they can help you find something. Yeah. I, I feel like they got to be hiring drivers. I see, I see it on the back of the trucks all the time. Hopefully you can find something. So where are you heading now? I'm going to be heading over to the gym, uh, Foley's Fitness, to get a workout in. And then I'll be going back home to work, start my day. Yeah, yeah I've, got a, I've got a wife. She's We've got one girl that's a year old, about to be a year old, and another one that's about to be born. Yeah. 
So I'm about to have two kids. Yeah, we're about a mile out now. Two kids from zero to two within a year, pretty much. Yeah. You religious at all? No. No? No. Do people try to talk to you about God when they pick you up? Oh, yeah. All the time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They talk to you about Jesus and all that? Yeah. What, what do you think about all that? Sorry. Yeah. I was just curious if many people... Seems like a lot of Christians pick people up, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, hitchhiking and stuff like that to share the gospel. Do you have any thoughts on any of that stuff? No. Don't pay attention to it much. I got you. I got you. Were your parents religious at all or no? No. Oh, Okay. Yeah, my mom's born on leap year, and my dad's born on April Fool's Day. Really? Yeah. That's quite a con. That's that's quite a duo there. Yeah. That's a coincidence, huh? Yeah. Would he get a lot of April Fool's jokes for his birthdays? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. Almost there. Is this the way it usually has you go? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Just want to make sure I was going the right way. Oh, yeah. We're on one now. There we go. do a pretty good job keeping the roads clear around here. Yeah. Especially the main ones. <coughs> Everybody's sick right now. Holy smokes. Everybody's been coughing and sick. Something's been going around up here. Guess that comes with the uh, territory in winter. Yeah. say they painted this light red
Okay, I'll get out right here, I guess. Right here? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Want me to drop you in this lot right here? Oh, yeah. Here, here I'll just turn. I'll pull in here. There's a police station right there. Oh, there you go. I'll pull you up over here. Yeah, I don't know. My GPS was telling me to go back down around this way. All right, man. Well, God bless you. Hey, thanks. Yeah, no problem. Give that Jesus stuff a little bit more thought for me, all right? Yeah. All right, take it easy, man. Yeah. Well, that was fun. Very quiet guy. <laughs> Tried making a little bit of conversation with him about the Lord there. I got the old brick wall. But uh, the best you could do, you know what I mean? It's just that, hold on, let me figure out my GPS where I'm at right now. The best you could do in those situations, man, is, in my opinion, is just say the name. You know what I'm saying? Say the name. And I think it's interesting that he has a lot of people talk to him about God that pick him up. You know what I mean? Um, very interesting that that's the type of person to pick him up. You know, and you would think at some point, hopefully if enough people just say something to him about it, you know, at some point something will stick into his heart, you know? I'm a little rusty. It's been a long time since uh, since I've tried to witness to somebody, and uh, I kind of felt felt found myself in a rare spot where I was at, kind of lacking words. You know what I mean? That's not normal for me. So <coughs> now I got a a hole in my game that I know I need to improve on. You know what I mean? I got to come a little bit more prepared next time. But anyways, so what were we talking about? Assistance, that's right. So we're talking about assistance, having good assistance. I can't remember where we left off, you know, but uh, I'm trying to think. Qualities, okay, qualities of a good assistant. So qualities of a good assistant. We started off saying, shit, where did we start? I can't remember now. Um, 